about serious things. Amen. All right, shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we thank you. We never want to take our gathering together at your feet for granted because you made it very clear that the gathering is not to any man but unto you. Thank you for this wonderful privilege that if men would have understanding of this type of gathering where you said where two or three are gathered, you are right in the amaze. I believe if that understanding came, this place will be flooded with people. However, we thank you that for those of us who are here, we deem it as very special. Therefore, Lord, glorify yourself and this speciality in the name of Jesus. As we hear your word, let the life and the spirit of your word have such a free course, bringing us clear understanding, so that after hearing your word, we shall be transformed into the image of your Son, Jesus, and we will walk worthy of him. I pray, therefore, Lord, that the word of God will have a free course. I pray, therefore, Lord, that I will make it known the way it ought to be by the Spirit of God. In the name of Jesus, thank you for the answered prayer. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, we are studying about a very important matter tonight that we want to encourage every one of you to open your heart. And trust the Lord to be able to have a clear understanding of the Word of God. I just heard them singing, saying that thy word is a lamp unto my feet and unto my path as well. Hallelujah. And uh, without the Word of God and without the clarity of it, we will be in big, big trouble. And so, trust God to be able to have a clear understanding of His Word. Amen. Tonight, you know, we have been highlighting strongly on our issue, the issue, the prophetic word that God has given to us, as you can already see on the board, very clear. For the Lord will be my everlasting light. Amen. We are still looking at it from various angles. Because the whole idea is that it's quite heavy and we need to take in the Word of God. So, tonight we are going to be talking about soberness in the light, soberness in the light of Christ. Amen. Soberness. And you'll be wondering, soberness in the light of Christ. The more you study, the more you come to understand that if you are able to carry the spirit of soberness, you will go very far. And you will even understand the day in which you live. Amen. And so you see, um, the word sober has quite a lot of meanings. Uh, one portion says that thoughtfulness. Thoughtfulness. Another one says seriousness. 
seriousness and interchangeably when the word of God is used by different versions of the of the Bible, um, you see sometimes um, the word self-control is also used for the word sober. Praise the Lord. And so for our study tonight, we are open to all of this. But the good thing about this word sober is, is in the light of Christ is to also alert you to understand the day in which we live. Um, it, is, it is, and I must say this before we press further, it is so amazing. It appears many believers have no clue of the day in which we live. It will take the spirit of soberness to bring you to the full understanding of the day in which you live carefully. Looking forward to the coming of the Lord. Amen. And so we're going to be studying from especially the book of First uh, Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 1, all the way down up to about 9. It's a very interesting thing over there. I'll read it all the way down and then we will see what the Spirit of the Lord will bring to us. Um, First Thessalonians, and it starts with the word but, and some versions say that therefore, there's a reason for it to start like that, but, or therefore. And so this one says that, but concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. For you yourselves know perfectly well that the day of the Lord so comes as a thief in the night. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction, sudden destruction comes upon them. As the labor pains upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. But you, brethren, are not in darkness, so that the day should overtake you as a thief. You are all sons of the light, and I pray so that everybody will be sons of the light. Amen. You are all sons of the light of the day. We are not of darkness, nor of darkness. Therefore, let us not sleep as others do. But let us watch and be sober. For those who sleep, sleep at night. And those who get drunk, are drunk at night. But let us who are of the day be sober, putting on the breastplate of faith and of love, and as the helmet of hope, uh, and as helmet the hope of salvation. Verse 9. For God did not appoint us to wrath, but to obtain salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Well, let's believe God to be able to take some very important things being scored by the Lord in His Word to us. In the verse 1, is so interesting. Would you like to read that for me, please? 1, 2.
I got stuck a bit from that verse 1. And the reason is so simple. I'm worried that many believers... See, when the writer said, concerning the time and the seasons, honestly, you don't need to be informed. He was trying to establish that you yourself should know. And I don't think many believers know. Praise the Lord. This is where the worry is. He said, but concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, is the word of God. You have no need that I should write to you. What does that mean? You, the day in which we live and the relevant things should consume you to such a point that as long as you are living, you are living and walking according to what has been prescribed in the word of God. So that there is no need at all to be foolish. But are listening? When the Bible says such things, I take them seriously. Can you imagine a danger ahead of you? And it is so public. Everybody knows that this route is a bad route. And you are walking towards the place. And everybody knows that you know that it's not a good place. And yet you are heading towards and the pi- somebody stops you and knocks you at the side and says, you know, I'm surprised. You are going towards this place. It's dangerous. Do you know that many believers don't know the days in which we live? Therefore, we do things as if Jesus will not come. As I was reflecting on this matter concerning the times and the seasons, brethren, you have no need that I should write to you. Immediately I said to myself, I think I I have an idea. I said to myself, I think I have an idea. You see, you know, we know men as we are and in our thinking, you will observe that people were prayed for on Sunday. They, they were some, somewhere 40, 41, 50, 55, 54, 55, isn't it? Okay. So, in our thinking, we think that we have, the days are rolling in such a manner that, oh, we are advancing. All of our calculations are based on the day. But I observe that. God does not look at things like the way we are looking at by way of calculation. If it were so, when Jesus himself was here and was warning concerning the time, we would have easily concluded that you have talked about this thing, uh, why hasn't it come? And we have spent two years, uh, two thousand years, and still... The agency is such that you are supposed to be coming. 
See, when we calculate the coming of the Lord based on time, we will lose the spirit of having to become sober. Because it will make you begin to feel that I have time. May I announce to you that even as I'm preaching, Jesus can come. So, it is not so much based on the period. It is rather based on your alertness. Hallelujah. I don't know whether you have understood what I said. I'm trying to explain that soberness is so crucial for our time. Because we can at any point in time think that we have time. But you can be caught in the time that you think you have. And that time when it passes you, you have no excuse. So, I want us to understand what the Bible says when he said, Concerning the times and the seasons, you have no need that I tell you. Because you yourself should know very well that anything could happen. Praise the Lord. One of the elements of understanding the times in which we need, we live, is to be sober. If you lose the spirit of soberness and you find yourself in wrath, you can be disappointed. Hallelujah. I hope you are understanding me. Is it difficult or we are getting along? Amen. Concerning the times and the seasons, you, my brethren, it shouldn't even be told to you. That's what the writer is saying. It should not even be mentioned. The things should be in your system that any day now will be going home. Praise the Lord. Now, when you have that kind of thing in your spirit, I want to tell you a secret. Every step you do, you take, and everything you do, you are careful. If you went off, you don't need anybody to quickly tell you that repent. You repent quicker than before anybody could even say any word to you. So when he said, but concerning the times and the seasons, you have no need. Listen, brethren, every child of God who means to enter heaven, may I tell you a secret? If you do not expect Jesus, you will not make it. Did you, did you understand that? If you don't live in expectation that even right now, he can come, you won't make it. That, that's that's the shortest way I can put it. Because the, the word of God and the spirit of the Lord is projecting the matter that don't forget that something can happen. Don't forget. Something can happen and can even happen now. Hallelujah. I said Hallelujah. Sometimes when the spirit of grace comes away to reflect on the word of God, that's when you see the, the heaviness of the word. But, you see how he started it. But, 
concerning the times and the seasons. But, you know, but is the one that makes you turn around. You can be going this way and somebody will say, but don't go. Then go back. He's trying to tell you that make about ten. The route upon which you are going is dangerous. Hallelujah. So he says, but concerning the times and the seasons, the times and the seasons, you don't need to be warned now. You don't need to be warned. You don't need to be encouraged. You don't need to be anything. You just must know that the day is at hand. Then he goes further to say, For you yourselves know perfectly that the day of the Lord comes as a thief in the night. It brought me another palaver. May I be honest with you? How many of us have this in their systems? That even tonight as we have gathered before the Lord, something can happen. You know, let me tell you a secret. We should pray that we will have a perfect understanding concerning the coming of the Lord. If you do, your life can transform. It will make you become... You see, you won't be moved by anything. You are only moved by the fact that my master can come Therefore, I cannot joke. That's why there's a scripture that says that blessed is that servant who come and find him doing so. Hallelujah. When we forget that the day of the Lord can come unannounced, it makes you relax. How many of us have slept? And you forgot to lock your door before. Let me see my hand, please. You slept, and then you didn't. You lock. You didn't lock. And when you got up and you observed that you didn't lock, what did you say to yourself? Somebody going to talk to me? Who's going to help me out? Please, I'm dialoguing with you. You slept, you did not lock your door. And when you got up, you discovered that my door was not locked. In fact, we can even equate it to your car that you parked and you had your bag inside. And when you came to entering your car, you discovered that you didn't lock the gate, the door. What was your mood? You are not minding me at all. Who is going to speak? That's right. You will react. Your reaction is based on my God. Anything could have happened. Isn't it? This is what the writer is saying. The day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night when you don't expect it. So my brother, whether you like it or not, be ready. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening to me tonight? I'm listening to myself by the way. Praise the Lord. 
See, the scripture says, for you yourselves know perfectly. Now, I want to stop there at that gap. For you yourselves know perfectly. And I wonder whether people really understand that phrase there. You know perfectly, perfectly that the day of the Lord. And I don't think that many believers have come. May we trust God that that understanding will dawn on our hearts. First of all, we have seen the emphasis in the verse 1. That's it. But concerning the days and the time, you have no need. There shouldn't have been any warning to you. He has said it. Then, then he comes back now, and he's trying to tell you that you yourselves know perfectly well that the day of the Lord is coming like a thief. Those two combinations, when you join them together, it tells us that, brother, if you are being foolish, stop to be foolish. You won't say amen to this matter. If you are being lazy concerning the alertness of the Spirit of God, stop it! Because it can be dangerous. I don't know. Many years ago, I showed a film in this church. And the title of the film was that the one that the man of God got up and said, I stood right here. Left Behind. How many of you have watched the film Left Behind? Let me see my hand so that I can try and find a way to let those who haven't watched, watch it. Left Behind. It was so... It's one of my best films. And I thought it depicted the scriptures. Especially when you read portions like such things. This film showed a very intelligent doctor who didn't believe that the coming of the Lord would be real because he thought that he has studied too much science to let us who believe think that we are fools. His father didn't take care of him. That's a different one too. That one is what? Escape from hell. Okay, then how many of you have watched Escape from Hell? Okay, then I think that we'll find a way. It's a beautiful film. You should watch Escape. Yeah, 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 yeah. The pilot and the... You see, when you watch, okay, I like it. It's not Bible, so... Hallelujah. <laughs> yeah, I think the Escape from Hell is the, is the one that is very interesting. It's a very interesting. It was a father and a mother. The man was a little... He was drinking and not taking care of the boy at school as usual. The mothers who are so faithful just born a boss who took care of the boy and the boy became a, a, a big a doctor. And then one day this drunken man, this drunken man one day got the gospel and got converted. And he wanted to make advance to his son and said, I have done wrong. Forgive me. The boy will not give him a chance. Don't come closer to me. Don't, don't do it. Now you think that I'm somebody, so you want to go. The boy's mentality was like that. Now you think I'm somebody, so you want to come and enjoy me. Get out! He's the man. He won't even listen to. But the man's words were, that's not it. I'm acknowledging that I have sinned. And I want you to forgive me. No, 
So the man died. Thanks be to God, he got saved. Hey, as for our salvation, say a big amen to the Lord. Salvation, you are a murderer, you can be saved. You are a drunkard, you, can, you are a thief, you are even a robber. In fact, you have caused abortions. When you repent, God will forgive you. Isn't it a good news? Shout, I bless you, Jesus. He will forgive you. So he forgave this man. He died. The son will not forgive and all of that. And then, in his practice, he will come across people who will die and rise up and will begin to tell what is happening. He wouldn't accept it. He said the hallucination or something. They are sick in their minds. So one day he told his colleague doctors, he said, I'm going to try to die and go and look. So I will put some things on me and then I will be going. And God so merciful to, to him, he allowed that. So when he started dying and he started experiencing what is awaiting for him, then his colleague doctors got a beat that the foolish thing that this guy said he would do, he had done it. So they came and they revived him. And when he came back, he believed. May you not believe after the other one. Thank God that he came back. I respect people who really have the opportunity to come back. May I tell you that the belt has been tightening. Eh? These days people, when they go, they don't come back home. So you better stay alert. Somebody shout a big amen. If you think that you can play that game, by all means I will come back. I am not God. Don't be caught the wrong side of your life. Shout a big amen. So, I can see the scripture pointing out this truth to us, saying, for you yourselves, and I plead by the mercy of God that everybody will have this understanding in Jesus' name. You see the words that he used? You know perfectly. There are people who know in this church that Jesus is coming, but it is partial. Hello? Everybody sitting here tonight knows, except that we don't know the level with which you know. You know by all means Jesus will come one day and it could be partial. You know that Jesus will come one day but not now. You know that Jesus will come one day but after I have married and I have become old, then I will be expecting. My brother, your calculation doesn't go that way. It can happen when a woman has given birth to a child fresh and the child comes out of the womb, that child may meet Jesus hadn't come. Amen. So let's not take things for granted. I plead by the mercy of God for me and for you tonight that the scripture does say that you know perfectly well that he will come like a thief in the night may be established in your heart. You know, let me be honest with you. Whenever we sin, we sin because we think that a nyambai is not coming now. 
If you have that hope in you that it could happen, you are always careful. That's why the scripture says that if those who have such a hope in them, they purify themselves. Amen. So I want to beg you tonight. Don't take it as one of those Wednesdays we are preaching and it's one of those. I want you to come to the point where it will be so clear to you that the coming of the Lord is so, is, it can happen like a thief in the night. And therefore you know it and you are aware and therefore you be careful everything you do or you say. Amen. Three. For when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them, as labor pounds upon a pregnant woman, and they shall not escape. There's something I want you to know. Do you know that the whole world is looking for peace? That's why UN was established. But now UN is massaging how peace can come. It's only a matter of one person getting up to say, yes, the elections have taken place, but I will not agree. I said I have agreed, but I've changed my mind. One person getting up to say, this is how I want it done, I will not agree. So, the world has been in this limbo and swing, and continuously it's like that. So the more we are crying for peace, I want to tell you that the more everybody must prepare and must prepare themselves. Because sometimes when you think you are in peace, that's when there will be a sudden destruction. Haven't we experienced it in this country? And whenever disruptions are coming, do they knock? That Wednesday that we were here, that we were fellowshipping, I, 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 I wish I remember the sermon I preached. Or whoever preached, I wish I remember that sermon. We were, we were preaching, we were enjoying the word of the Lord, and it started rain small, rain small, rain small, rain small. And the next thing we heard, this gutter was full, our cars were sitting here, and the rain was coming now. Was there anything to tell us before that time that this rain will cause a havoc? And the next thing we heard was that even in that rain, Petro Kubain. May we come to understanding. Hallelujah. I am praying and trusting God that tonight you can be affected by the Spirit of God. I, I mean it. I'm not saying it for saying's sake. When I was studying myself, I will read the scripture over and over again. I, because I see some serious statements there. That, just look at that. When, when they say peace and safety, then sudden destruction comes upon them. As a woman, you know, a woman can have a nice stomach walking like that. Then all of a sudden, hmm, hmm. I haven't done before, so I don't know how it is, but I know that they suffer. Hallelujah. So, brethren, what is it that would take us to be alert, sober? I said sober. What is sober? 
Let's stop all fighting, misunderstanding. Can you imagine fighting and misunderstanding or playing the fool and Jesus comes? Would he say, would you say, Jesus, let me finish with this fight and I will attend to you? Or would Jesus say, I have come at the wrong time, so you finish and we will negotiate? Is somebody understand him here? Let us be so careful. Let's be so careful. 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 Hallelujah. But you, brethren, and this is where it becomes even more complicated for us. But you, brethren, are not in darkness so that this day should not overtake you as what? Who has experienced being thieved before? Eh. <laughs> Did you plan that you should thief you? I don't think there's anybody sitting in this church who ever planned that. A thief man should thief him. Sometimes when they even thief you and remember that they have thiefed you, and you want to chase, you don't find them. Isn't it true? Ah, I remember a few minutes ago, I touched and my money was there. And they thiefed me here and I made a step and I, how is it possible? It's your wonder. How could I be stolen from and I could not know? Do you know how everybody behaves? It's natural. When you have something valuable on you, I see the women, when they have valuable on, this is, it doesn't have the belt. Ah, Papa, your own is good. You've tried to carry it. Big. See, whenever you have a big, when you have, a, you have something valuable in the bag, do you do like this? <laughs> I like my mother's reaction. Are you listening to me, a child of God? Whenever you have something valuable in your bag, come. My daughter, come. And you are going to show us. Whenever you have valuable in your bag and you are in Accra town, how would you guard it? And why are you doing that? So no one can go behind you. May you put the coming of the Lord Jesus right in front of you. You know where you took it from. Praise the Lord. You believe that. May the Lord bless your heart. So when I hear the man of God by the Holy Ghost say, you know perfectly, he's trying to tell you that adjust your style. Because the day can surprise you. The day can let you, you know, when you have your bag in front of you, at least the person himself, will know that this one is too protected to try it. Isn't it? So, 
What God is telling us tonight is that may we be so focused on Jesus and His coming to such an extent that we ourselves, we will be very confident in walking to say, I am too protective and I'm too knowledgeable and I know it so perfectly well that He can come like a thief in the night, therefore I'm ready. That's what the Bible is saying. Praise the Lord. But you brethren, there are many of us, the Bible tells us, but you brethren, you are not in darkness, but everything that we do shows that we are in darkness. For me, that's where the worry is. You know, Christianity, the devil managed to get into it small. By bringing us a certain delusion, which is once saved, forever saved. Amen. And wonderful theologians even believe that. Once I believe, that's it. But when you are somebody who studies at the feet of the master, you will notice that you, that theology doesn't hold. You work out your salvation with fear and trembling. Amen. So when the Bible said you are not in darkness, can you imagine Nanajua carrying the bag with valuable and saying, you see, whenever anybody has to describe her, she would quickly say, it is, oh, you, you didn't see the lady that was carrying the bag, isn't it? But they will not go into details to say that it's at the back. They would only say, didn't you see the lady who just passed? Oh, she was wearing the bag. But Christ is saying, don't only wear the bag by showing. That's why he says that, brethren, we are not in darkness. We are not in darkness so that it should overtake us. Once we are in the light, everything that we do should be in the light. Praise the Lord. Because you can be surprised. You can be in the light and still be surprised. You can be in the light and still be left. You can be in the light and still miss the point. And many children of God don't like for such to be preached. Encourage us. Whichever state in which we are, we are okay. We are going to win it by all means. I beg you, it's a lie. Hallelujah. So the Bible said, But you brethren, are not in darkness. So this day, this particular... Let me tell you, everybody who is here tonight, you must look for this day. Because the day is coming. And it is called the day of the Lord. Hallelujah. This day should not overtake you as a thief. Now today, this... I don't know when was the last time you heard a sermon on the radio on this. Those who listen to radio on... Uh, sermons on radio... Is there anybody here who heard this not long ago? You know why? Scarcity of these truths. And these are the, 
weightier matters of the kingdom of God that it is not being talked about. May you be sober in the light of Christ. You are all sons of the light and sons of the day descriptions. We are not of the night nor of darkness. Someone shout a big amen. Thank God for God Almighty Himself describing our state. But then you go further and then he tells you that, having told you like that, there is something you yourself you must do. Amen. So he goes, he says, because you are of the day and of not of the night, and you are of the light, there is something I must let you know. Therefore, let not do what? So now can I ask you a question? Are there Christians who are sleeping now? Oh, you are not minding me. Are there Christians who are sleeping now? Can you mention some of the few things that Christians who are sleeping are doing? I need only five. When a Christian is sleeping, what does he do? Thank you very much. He has mentioned what? Not praying. Pray without ceasing. He is not praying very much. Yes, who again? Not witnessing. It's a dangerous thing. Seriously. Yes, brother. How? That's too dangerous. You know what she said? I'm coming. Not studying the Bible. There are people who are sitting right here. I don't know you. But I know in my spirit. Only that I don't know your name. Even if I knew, I won't mention your name. Because then I will go to court. But do you know that there are people here who think Sunday... They haven't held their Bible. Since Sunday, that they took it to come to church. They were in church on Sunday. When they went back home, they have not touched Bible. Do you want to go to heaven? You the one that I'm talking. Let me close my eyes. So they will say, Pastor, when he was talking, he looked at me. Let me close my eyes. You the one that you haven't touched your Bible. Do you think you can make it to heaven? Brethren, there are very there are things that are very serious and we are joking with them. I beg you in the name of Jesus. See, you must I won't say it about me. You must you must be so perplexed whenever you haven't had time to open this book of the law. You know, sometimes when you can be so hungry that you don't hear. Isn't it true? That you have been working and you didn't get the time to do anything. You were coming and you were looking forward. That when you, were, you know, I don't know whether it has happened to you. The rice is cooked. There is no fryer there for the time being. But you were so hungry that when you got to the kitchen, you started eating the rice raw. I'm the only one who is a victim. Can, can I have somebody to join me? Oh, you people are disciplined. Amen. This church, we have a lot of holiness people here. 
Hallelujah. You were so, you, you just, not that you will eat the whole thing, but you want something to quench it. Okay, let's leave that. Hallelujah. But I know, I know without a shadow of a doubt that there are certain things that are so crucial. But we don't have time. Tonight, instead of you being angry with me, pray and say, Lord, help me out. Hallelujah. Therefore, let us... No, I didn't finish. Therefore, therefore, let us not do what? As others do. And let us watch and be what? I spent a lot of... And I was asking the Lord, what does that mean to, 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 to not sleep as others do? And let us watch and be sober. I said, Lord, what is, it, what, is, what is it that I can do so that I will not sleep? He said, you know, you will sleep. You will sleep, but you need to have something. That when you even wake up from your sleep, it will save you. And I said, hey, what is that? He said, the Holy Ghost. The oil. Hallelujah. Let's pause here and take me quickly to Matthew chapter 25. I just read a few portions of that so you will understand me. The kingdom of heaven is uh, the kingdom of heaven shall be likened to ten virgins who took their lambs and went out to meet the bridegroom. Let me before we go ahead is the kingdom of heaven can be likened to the ten virgins, were they all virgins? Who took the alarm, and not in some versions it says that to receive the kingdom. Some versions put it that way, and I like it that way. We, we were ten virgins. Now, do you know why the Bible used the word ten virgins? It's used the, ten, the word virgins because if any man be in Christ, he's a new creation. He's born again, so he's a virgin. Everything that you ever did, even if it was bad, you have been restored anew. Amen. So, ten virgins were ready to receive a kingdom. And that kingdom was coming by the bridegroom. As much as you can see the bridegroom coming. And the verse 2 says, Now five of them were wise, and five of them were foolish. This scripture, you must underline it. So that you, you will know that from now, you can be a virgin, but can be a foolish virgin. Can be a virgin, and can be a wise virgin. May the Lord help us. You see, now Christianity has gotten to the point where we are only excited about our virginhood. But Bible is not only excited about our virginhood, but Bible is excited about our virginhood and our soberness. Alertness. Praise the Lord. So, the Bible says that five of them were wise, five of them were foolish. Those who were wise took their oil, uh, sorry, those who were, were foolish took their lambs and took no oil with them. Ah, oh, brother, 
We don't have time tonight. What does it mean to have your extra mean not to have oil? Most of us never climb up anymore. We get born again and we are at the same stage. Most of us don't even hear the voice of God prompting us. Most of us don't even have God say, Son, the step you are taking is dangerous. Most of us don't have. means you don't have oil. May the Lord anoint us with oil. But the wise took oil in the vessels with their lamps. But while the bridegroom was delaying, we come back again to the matter. While the bridegroom was delaying, they all slumbered and did what? So no, you sleep. But no matter how you sleep, if you have extra oil, when you wake up, it will fire your lamp. May the Lord give us extra oil. I'm begging you in the name of the Lord. Desire. Never think that you have rich. Never think that. You see, the reason why we go to church, and I will never stop church by the grace of God. I will never stop church. It's because I am nourished up and I get extra boost. Boost. Continuously. Amen. Fellowship of the brethren. Don't give it up. No matter what. No matter what. Don't give it up. If you... That's why I prayed and said, May the Lord open your eyes. Sometimes we can come to a point in our lives and think that after all the church, they don't love me. The pastor doesn't love me. The brethren don't have attention for me. It's okay. But God has attention for you. As much as we are not supposed to do that per adventure, if it is true, you should still know that God loves you. Hallelujah. There are people, may, may I say this to you, there are people, there are people, no cause for alarm, no problem at all. Your attention must still be here. The word of God, nobody is dead. If they, they die, we will go and do like Paul said. The Lord is with you and they will rise up. Amen. But you see, there are, there are people who don't realize this. And for me, it's so crucial. Do you know that we have many believers have come to the point where they have lost soberness? Let me tell you, the spirit of soberness will let you pay attention to anything that is to enhance your spirituality. I'm telling you this. The spirit of soberness will never let you take anything for granted. The spirit of soberness will let you pray, will let you study, will let you, when you goof, you will easily repent. When you, you haven't said it right, you say, my God, I retract it, forgive me. The spirit of soberness will let you become so alert. The spirit of soberness will let you, when you're about just saying, hey, the spirit of soberness will say, don't say it, oh, because Jesus can come, oh. When you open your mouth, you will put it inside, oh. 
the spirit of soberness will let you become that alert. May the Lord crush every influence of darkness over our lives that we will rise as sons of the day. In the mighty name of Jesus. But while the bridegroom was delaying and they slumbered and you know, you know something, we, are, we don't intend backsliding. But sometimes it's as if we are backsliding, we will not. Oh, when we rise up, we'll shake ourselves and the oil will work. Have that mentality. And so the Bible says in the next verse, At midnight a cry was heard, and behold, a bridegroom is coming. Go out and meet him. Far away, there was a shout. And everybody got up and said, Oh my God, I, I didn't know I had been sleeping. Oh my Lord, help me out. He takes this lamp and the lamp is going down. He takes this extra oil and pours it inside. You know the extra oil? Oh my God, I didn't know. Pray in the Holy Ghost and you will be revived. So he gets up and he takes this extra oil. He begins to pray. And now today, let me be honest with you, people are not praying that they should pray anymore. I charge you in the name of Jesus, pray without season. Do you know that your prayer life is being fought over? The reason why you are not praying is Satan says that I will teach you lessons. He will buffet your body. And as soon as you sit down to pray, Lord, in the name of... And then your mouth uh, uh, Let that not happen to you. Brethren, it's a dangerous time. But we are victorious. Hallelujah. Is somebody listening to me tonight? I, 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 I feel I am being talked to by the Lord. Personally. See, the bridegroom is coming. You will wake up all right. But your lamp is growing dim. So as he was advancing, they said this. Then all those virgins arose and trimmed their lamps. And the foolish said to the wise, Give us some of your oil. For our lamps are going out. But the wise answered, saying, No, lest there should be not be enough for all of us and you. But you rather go to those who sell and buy for yourselves. Those ones that they are selling out there is not the genuine one. So you stay with the one that you know. Hallelujah. There are certain things, no matter what you do, even as a pastor, you cannot do for them. You can never live anybody's life for him. Somebody listening, I cannot live anybody's life for me. Neither can you help me by living my life for me. It is a responsibility we all must accept. Amen. 
We can encourage you. We can preach to you. We can force you to go to Sunday school. We can help you to. We can hammer it so much that when you go home, you'll be guilty to pray. But we cannot do the praying for you. We cannot study the word for you. Thank God when you come, you will receive something. But you must do something for your life. Hallelujah. There won't be enough for us. Verse 10. While they went to buy, the bridegroom came. And those who were ready, it's a very big word, those who were ready. May you be sober to be ready. You know, when I'm privileged to study some of these things, I ask a few questions. Lord, this thing, the way you are so importantly saying it, is that how we understand it? Ask. Sometimes I will read these type of things and it's as if fire has been set on where I'm sitting. And I'm asking, Lord, is that how we, the body, have also received it? May you tonight be revived, be strengthened. May your eyes open. May you be gingered up in the name of Jesus. No wonder he said, if I don't shorten the days, if I do not shorten the days, even the very elect may not make it. Thank God for those prophetic statements. When you go and read it, then you can say that even me myself, I need to be careful. Because sometimes the snare can carry you and you will not be aware that you are being carried by the snare of the day. But we are determined. The Lord that I have known, I will not retreat. Come what I will love him with all of my heart. See, Moses knew this. When the Lord said, the land you are going, milk and honey, everything, no problem. Are you go. Then Moses rises up and says something serious. He said, hey, if your presence does not go with us, we don't care the milk and honey. Today, many people will look at the milk and honey and will make the move. But Moses knew that the, the milk and the honey were not the sustaining power. The presence of God is the sustaining power. You see, brethren, we are not serving God for the three words to Tobibidie. We are serving God to know Him and to love Him. At the end, have eternal life. May this be your vision. I plead. May this be your vision. Because 
One day Paul was talking and then he said, I have been warning you and now I warn you with tears that you may not lose it. I pray that we, 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 none of us will lose the coming of the Lord. Do you know that it is so crucial that if you miss, it's just one day, it's not the coming of uh, the, the, the days of the Lord, it's the day of the Lord. So, brother be alert, sister be alert. Hallelujah! And while they went to buy, the bridegroom came and those who were ready, they were ready, they went with him to the wedding and the door was shut. Afterwards, the other virgins came saying, you are not minding me, saying, I want to ask you a question. If they did not know the Lord, would they call him Lord? See, whenever we are reading Bible, we should take some statements serious. If they did not know the Lord, do they, will they call? They were virgins. They've known Him. That's why in one of the teachings of Jesus, He said, you know, on that day, they will say to me, we taught in your streets. You see, me as a preacher, man, let me tell you something. The things I fear most is the things that I teach. Because we, we our matter is serious, so. You just be an ordinary child of God. It's today that people are fighting to say they want to be men of God. If you know what James said about those who preach, they said James said they will receive a stricter judgment. So pray for us. In fact, because of this, Paul will talk and just say, "Pray for us. Pray for us." I'm begging you, pray for us. Ask for prayer. I will beg you, pray for us. Father Pastor, he is preaching to us. Pray for him that he may not miss the day. Now I discovered one day, I think I said it in church. One, it was a very simple word that the Holy Ghost lifted up when I was studying. It was somebody who was, I think it's in the book of Timothy or so. Somebody who, who was ministering to Paul. Papa, anywhere that Paul was going, this person would support with his everything. And so, when he came for him to pray for him, I was thinking that when he was praying, actually he prayed in connection of the day of the Lord. So he said, Oh Lord, that he may find favor with you on that day. When I read and I saw the word M-A-A, the Y, I said, "Uh Uh-uh, the man is helping you, Paul. Why couldn't you put him in heaven? The Holy Ghost was saying that he had to pray like that because, you see, apart from every good work that he did, Paul couldn't guarantee that he could cross over. So, but of course he has prayed for him, so his word was made. You know, it was so simple a scripture, but that week it disturbed me. It made me know that every one of us, including myself, as long as we are living here, we are living in May. So that what we are studying tonight is so crucial. Don't backslide. Simply put, don't backslide. Hallelujah. 
Lord, Lord, open us. But he answered, Assuredly, I say to you, I do not know you. What will it take for God to declare to somebody that he himself has sanctified and calls a new creation because he's a virgin? Why would the Lord later on tell him, I don't know you? Go and think about that tonight. Why? Why? What, what is it that will let anybody be told, I do not know you? What is it? You know, I'm always begging God. Sometimes when I'm there, it's not as if I don't know, but... <laughs> I pray and I said, Lord, I'm coming to worship you. I'm very happy this morning you have woken me up and we're coming to talk. Can I ask something? And in fact, I have shifted it to the evening. When I'm going to sleep, I said, Lord, I know that this, there was this thought in me, forgive me. Apart from this that I've confessed to you, if there is anything pending, I don't know the blood. Just in case. Do you know that these, these these people don't wake up? You are not minding me at all. When they sleep, they don't wake Nobody came and took a dagger. The, department, the departing nature of our time is something that should cause everybody to be alert. Hallelujah. Healthy, fit, strong. But God decided that the way he's sleeping is okay. He can also come in and sleep. Now I told you, we went to a crusade. We were coming. We needed to travel five, six hours to Tamale to catch our flight. The crusade finished at 11. So we had to travel back where we were. So we had only two hours rest. To start driving. To be able to come to Tamale. And then at the crusade ground. Our host. Apostle Apasara. Said reverend. When did you say you will leave? I said this morning. He said what time? I said when we get home now, the way the crusade is going, when we get home, say 12, by 2 we have to leave. Because we are catching the first flight. He said, oh me. No, 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 I cannot let you go. And I said, why? He said, now our roads are not safe. The armed robbers are there. Even just three days ago, they, they, they stopped a whole bus. They fired the whole township. It's as if the mob, they were, they were firing. I said, eh? Hey. So you need a police escort. Ah, okay. But, when he told me the story, then I knew that the gun is not one gun. 
Prophet, eight people holding guns on the road. And if they see the car coming and one of them, and we decide to turn, when they fire, they will fire. Now the police, one policeman who took my seat in front, he may fire one, and they may fire the rest in the car. It was at that time that it dawned on me and I said, Lord, we have to go. I can't stop them. I will pray, Mumda, stop them. But just in case, one policeman with one gun and the rifles, I'm not sure how many he had. If it comes, I beg you. You know, after I finished the crusade, do you know the prayer I prayed? I said, Lord, if there is anything, you are pleading the blood now. Just in case we meet what has been said and we have no control and I have to go through this, I'm begging you, don't let anything be pending for my losing of my entry. I didn't need to tongue, tongue on this prayer. It was a simple one. Do you know what is occurring to me? What I'm pleading for. Be alert and always be ready. Sober and readiness. Amen. I wish I could continue. But I sense because I made you stop at verse 6, which I still remember. Because we were actually traveling to the 11. But we are going to pray. Hallelujah. Brethren, it's not because I want to scare you. Neither is it because this man he has nothing to preach. But that is what God will have us to hear. Before I came down, I read a scripture. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit is saying. Amen. Can you stand to your feet for just a short moment of time? Zidendaya. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Can I just ask you in a few minutes to reflect? Be thoughtful. Very, very thoughtful. Be very elect. Can I ask a simple question, which is not normally asked in church among Pentecostals? If the Lord Jesus were to appear right now, what do you think will be your state? Do you think you will make it? If he were to appear right now, do you really, really, genuinely, especially with a clear understanding of the word of God, do you think you will make it? If you think you will not make it, open your heart to him. I don't know what it is that is a struggle to your life. But would you please plead with the Lord that, Lord, I have this issue in my life. It doesn't make me behave right. I want to beg you.
please take care of it for me. I didn't get to talking about, there were a few things I was asking the brethren to answer. Prayerlessness, not studying the word, and few other things were coming up. Would you, even if you can sing tonight in your heart that your commitment to your spiritual growth has become less, God wants to give us the opportunity tonight to do something about it. I'm begging you, don't take it for granted. We have just a few more minutes. We just say, Lord, I think I heard you clearly. But the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. And God gave us so much grace that we were able to demonstrate it with, with, with my daughter coming and with a bag, with pressure. I mean, the, the day of the Lord will come like a thief in the night. Not, please don't don't downplay the matter. It's too serious. Let your heart say something to God tonight. I'm begging you. Oh Jesus, ten virgins. They were all virgins because they were washed by the blood of Jesus. They qualified. Ask the Lord for the Holy Ghost in feeling. Lord, it will take your oil. It will take your Holy Ghost who will remind me and walk with me and teach me. And even when I'm sleeping, He will wake me up. It will take... You know, I studied that scripture in Matthew 25 and immediately I remembered that the only safety was the extra oil. God! Lord, I need the Holy Ghost. I need the Holy Ghost. Anoint me tonight to stay alert and sober. Anoint, anoint my brethren to stay alert and sober. Take away every wrath. We read a scripture. We didn't finish, but the scripture just simply say that he has not called us to wrath, but unto salvation. That the day of the Lord. Tonight, O oh God, we ask for spirit of soberness, Alertness in our inner man, our GPS, O oh God, we ask thou Gabora Katama Zansukekemeneha. We beg you tonight. We are the ones asking for the control, self control, self control, soberness, thoughtfulness, seriousness in our walk with you. Therefore, direct our hearts to the love of God. Therefore, renew us in the knowledge of the Lord Jesus. That we may love Him and serve Him faithfully, Lord. Take away every weakness, O God, of the flesh and of the Spirit in the name of Jesus. And draw us closer to the flow of Your Spirit. Thank You for tonight. Thank you for your word. Bringing us again. You spoke to us as a church. We cannot be slothful. Ah, you spoke to us, O oh God. You commanded us. 
that the weightier matters of the kingdom should be our priority. And we must focus to things that bring eternal value. Tonight, once again, you have reminded us of things that bring you eternal value. We pray in the name of Jesus. The everlasting value should be the portion of each one of us. We beg you, Lord, we have, if we have lost our way, restore us to the right path. By the word of the Lord, O oh God, to any one of us that you have brought understanding, may we be affected to live faithfully for you. We bless and honor you. We praise you. We are not the sons of darkness, but the sons of the day and the sons of the light. Ah, my Father, let this so be, as we have said it in prayer. We bless and honor you. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much. Let's take our offering. We want to